You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 40. Whoa, what? That's right, 40 episodes of the Hello Awesome Podcast. What a milestone and a privilege to be serving you here in 2019. Guys, I cannot thank you enough. I really am just super happy and excited that you have been enjoying each new episode every week. And of course, this week is no different. In fact, 2019 is almost at a close. And so I have decided to throw in interviews from now until the end of the year. Solo shows are obviously super cool, but there really is nothing like sharing conversations with new friends. So the next three weeks, including this week, I'll be sharing some really powerful conversations with some amazing women of God. These conversations are honest, real, and vulnerable. And I just know that we will gain so much wisdom that will help us as we ring in the new year. Can you even believe that 2020 isn't just a few short weeks? It's so crazy. The last episode of season two will be live on December 23rd and a brand new season three will kick off on February 3rd, 2020. Yep, that is right. I am already having a ridiculous podcast schedule in the works for next year and you guys are all gonna love it. So take advantage of this winter break in between seasons to binge all the episodes that you've missed or to re-listen to your faves. Don't forget to also subscribe to the Hello Awesome podcast on iTunes so when I do drop a new episode from season three in 2020, you will get notified. Okay, guys, so today on the podcast, I chat with Genesis Cortez, also known as Silent Worshipper on Instagram. Now, Genesis shares bilingual sign language videos that are just so powerful and awesome. And I had to have her on the podcast to let us in on how that idea even happened and how she has seen God move through this amazing ministry. I will tell you, during recording, there was a beeping sound throughout the episode that I just couldn't edit all of it out. But... I didn't want to record a new one because what Genesis shared was just too powerful to do over. So I apologize ahead of time, but this is expected sometimes. Interruptions and mishaps do happen during podcast recording, but just know that you will still enjoy what Genesis has to say. And I honestly can't wait to hear feedback from you. So, so let's get to it. Here is the 40th episode of the podcast that I am calling Sign Language Worship with Genesis Cortez. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? Keeping great content and products coming takes not only time, but money. This got me thinking, how can I keep doing what I love, creating stuff you love, while also building a special program just for Hello Awesome's most loved supporters? Enter in Patreon. Patreon is an amazing website where I have put together an exclusive reward membership system. For as low as $2 a month, I will exchange your financial contribution with incredible benefits not found anywhere else. This includes bonus podcast episodes that haven't even been released yet, audio content, free digital copies of all of my books, current and future, 
beautiful phone wallpapers, an official Hello Awesome tote bag, and so much more. Just go to patreon.com backslash hello awesome. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash hello awesome to become a hello awesome Patreon today or click the link in the show notes. I appreciate you so much and just giving a little bit to hello awesome, you will receive so much exclusive content from yours truly. One more thing. Did you know my books, The Palace Keepers and The Glitter Effect, are available as an ebook and paperback on Amazon? That's right. Just search the titles and add them to your next Amazon order, and you can actually have one of my books in your hands in just a few days. Your support means the world to me. It really fills my heart, and it financially supports current and future Hello Awesome projects. Head to the show notes for a direct link to my Amazon author bio for more details. I am pleased to announce that the Hello Awesome podcast is sponsored by the modest fashion clothing brand, Nuggles. Aiming to always provide beautiful, comfortable, and affordable apparel, Nuggles desires every lady to embrace modesty with style. You don't have to break the bank or sacrifice that morning latte when you shop with Nuggles. In fact, Hello Awesome listeners can use the 10% off exclusive discount code by using HelloAwesome10 during checkout. Go to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S to shop high quality products to add to your modest wardrobe right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. Today's guest is such a sweetheart and so talented. You may know her as silent worshiper on Instagram or YouTube, where she shares her love of sign language and worship. It is really a beautiful ministry, and I'm so excited to welcome Genesis Cortez on the podcast today. Genesis, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Can you please share with us who you are, what you do, and where people might know you from? (laughs) Hello, JC. Thank you for having me. And wow, (laughs) I don't know what to say after that introduction. (laughs) You're so sweet. You're too kind. Um, Yeah, so my name is Genesis. I go by Silent Worshipper. Um, I do sign language videos in both English and Spanish. Um, And they're all for uh, based on gospel songs uh, that really touch my soul. And I just I just want to share that with the community who, who maybe hasn't, you know, those songs haven't reached to them or the gospel hasn't reached to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I came across one of your videos a long time ago, and I really loved it so much um, that I knew I had to first uh, connect with you and follow you. Um, <laughs> but also because with my background, I have a deaf uncle um, that I grew up with. And so I learned a little bit of sign language to um, interact with him. And then when my oldest was born, it was really good for us to teach him sign language before he could talk so he could tell us like more or eat, you know, those simple signs. And I wanted to know, how did you start making sign language videos? Okay, so um, a lot of people don't know this, but I just started sign language. Um, But when I actually started, started, I guess you can say, was about uh, 10 years ago, not learning sign language, but I saw this popular girl at church who did a song in sign language. And there was no deaf individuals in the in church. Um, But it was so cool. And it looked so cool. So I started 
uh, I copied, I recorded her and I copied it and I did it at my, my other church just because I thought it was cool. So it started with a very selfish reason, but then God slowly started working in the midst of all, I guess, all that selfishness. And I started seeing that there was such a need for videos, um, for videos that reach the deaf community. So the video aspect of it uh, started about two years ago. And I was inspired again (laughs) by a YouTuber who is not a Christian, but she does really creative videos. And again, I thought would look cool if I did like this uh, sign language videos, but with all these really pretty editing and backgrounds and and whatnot. But the more I explored this, uh, the more I saw a need for it. And I asked myself, wait, how does the gospel reach the deaf community? And a lot of people come to to know about the gospel through songs. But what about the deaf community who can't hear or listen to those songs? Uh, So I started getting more and more invested in my relationship with God. So God started speaking to me uh, through his word that the gospel needed to reach every nation and every tongue. I love how you explain that because that really is a need. And um, I think it takes a very special person, a very patient person to bring that. Because I think, especially you're learning as you go along, some of this, uh, I think it is important to have somebody who's passionate about it. And I'm so glad that God like put that in your heart and brought you to this point because it really is an important thing. Yes. And I, I had the idea to start the video aspect about two years ago, but I had no way of doing it. I didn't know who to record with, um, like the prices were way too expensive classes for American Sign Language was hectic too. And it was, it was just not possible two years ago, but I had this passion. And I guess I do have to say again, a little selfish, but I I even had a prayer with God and I told him, this is what I want to do. Please, Jesus, (laughs) don't have anyone else do it. I want to be the one who does it. (laughs) Just open doors so I can do this for your kingdom. (laughs) And I know it sounds all selfish, but I, I I just really wanted to start doing this for God because it, it just slowly, slowly but became a passion for me to speak about the Word of God with that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of us who have started, you know, pursuing passions, it does come from a selfish place at first. You know, we kind of want to want to feel like we're making a difference or be needed but then it does grow and God plants something in us that it really does go beyond that after a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, God works in mysterious ways and that was the way he started working with me. So did you learn sign language through like YouTube videos? Like how did you start actually learning how to do some of the signs? Yeah, so that's kind of um, how I started. Uh, well, two years ago, I wanted to, you know, start the video aspect, but again, it was too expensive. So I did start know YouTube videos and I also recommend like anyone listening to this podcast to start you know if you're interested in sign language don't invest in the classes yet start in doing YouTube videos and on the internet free content because it is a lot of time commitment and people invest the money right away because they're excited about it but then they can't commit to it because it is complicated and sign language is so you know it's a language if you were learning Spanish you would remember how the word is being pronounced, how the word is being written, and that helps you learn the language. But in sign language, you don't have that. You only have the signs, what you see 
than what you feel when you're doing, you know, moving your fingers and, and so on and so forth. So it is a bit of a struggle. So I started uh, watching YouTube videos and then now I have a friend who is deaf and he comes to my house ever so often and helps me with the songs. And there's no way for me to communicate unless I'm typing all the time on my phone on the notes section and telling him, okay, this is, you know, what I'm trying to say through sign language. So that's been helping a lot. Yeah, those are some good points, um, especially if with people who are just starting. Uh, there are so many things right now on the internet, free content that is at our fingertips that if we want to learn something, we can learn it. It will take time. Um, but if it's something that we know God's called us to do, we shouldn't be afraid of not having all the knowledge because we, mm -hmm. we can learn it if we really need to. I guess also another thing that else helped is that I started uh, following um, a YouTube channel. Um, it's in Spanish. Uh, I don't remember the name right now, but they do videos and they're all in sign language and it's kind of different aspects, you know, of a girl going to church. And she's like, I don't want to go to church, mom, because there's no one who signs. So I'm not going to understand anything. So you kind of see it from her aspect. And she's at church sitting and everyone's praising God, but everything like the sound and everything's muted. So you can see what she feels like that she can't relate to anything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And then you they do the same story, but if there were individuals who knew sign language, so then there's, you know, uh, the, there's like a two, three ladies who are kind of like the praise team, but they're doing the songs in sign language. And you see the reaction, the, the difference of how the gospel is reaching that community. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was really, really beautiful. Yeah, I do love that, especially because it's not something that most of us would probably think about. But it is definitely a need, like you said before. And I know in my district here in Connecticut, we have a few ladies who are assigning team. And when we have conferences um, together, when all the churches come together, there is somebody up there signing. And we don't know if there's a deaf person or not, or, you know, somebody who needs a hearing impaired person, even an older person, you know, who maybe is losing their hearing if they're getting older. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just so beautiful just to see because you can just tell like as they're doing the signs, their heart is really in it. And that really is worship. You know, they really are worshiping through signs. Um, right, right. Yeah, that's uh, for the, obviously for the deaf community, I'm communicating uh, God's message and the, the lyrics of the songs in sign language. But for those individuals who see my videos, uh, some of them are drawn to them and they, you know, they can hear um, but they, I kind of label it more, you know, a different way of worshiping God because, you know, you're telling God you love them and you, you worship him, but through your hands, it's just so, I don't know, maybe a deeper or a, another way to worship. Mm -hmm. So you do videos in both English and Spanish, which I think is very important. Why is it important to you to create bilingual sign language content like that? Okay, so, well, I was born in Mexico and raised uh, here in the States, but I live 15 minutes away from the border. So I got to see kind of the need, just as it's important here in the United States, it's important in Mexico. And I started to comparing both. And the ratio of deaf individuals is about the same, 
except here in the United States, there's so much more content and more, way more certified individuals than in Mexico. So the numbers uh, for those individuals who actually know sign language is ridiculously low. So it's just a bit, it's just harder for the gospel to reach them. I started learning just some Mexican sign language and working with someone because I want to do the songs that I do in Spanish in Mexican sign language. You know, because each country has their own sign language, but at least so it reaches uh, Mexico. Yeah, and I think that's so great that you were sensitive to that because um, it definitely is something that we need to see more of. It's not something that we see as a regular thing. And it's those kind of unique ministries that I think are so important to the body of Christ. And it's something that, you know, you have to work hard at, like we talked about before, but the benefit is worth it. And I wanted to talk about, you know, how have you seen God move through this ministry? Have you been getting messages from people? Yes. So right away, I, I did the first video, which was in Spanish. And um, an Instagram page posted the video. They have almost a million followers on that page. So I got a, a couple of followers from there. And I started getting <laughs> crazy messages uh, from that site uh, and new followers just saying how God spoke to them. And they were deaf and some of them weren't. But one message that really caught my attention was one individual who said that in their country is it's kind of a taboo like the the whole deaf community. He said that I took something that makes him so insecure about himself and I made it something beautiful that now he can share with others. And I wanted to cry because I thought that was so sweet. Oh, yeah. That's so powerful, especially when it's so genuine, you know. I can't even imagine being in a place that they don't speak your language, basically. They don't, they don't know your language. That's why you said it's a it's a different language. It's signing and how there may not be people as sensitive to that in other places. And so they can hop on the Internet and they can see a video thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away of you signing worship songs. And it makes them feel blessed. And I think that's only a God thing, right? Absolutely. Yes, it's it's just such a struggle. Sign language, people don't realize how big of a need is that we need more certified individuals. And, or even if you're not certified, because as I said, I'm learning, so I'm not certified. I can't say, you know, that I'd learn, I know three languages I'm native in two. I know English and Spanish perfectly, but I can't say that about sign language because it's that difficult, I guess. But there is such a need for it. My friend that I told you about, and he's deaf, and he wants to move to Utah because there's not many individuals that know American Sign Language. So they're, mm-hmm. so he's kind of lonely here. So he wants to move over there to Utah because the numbers are quite high. So it's it's kind of sad, mm-hmm. but we we just need more people to to learn and communicate with them. Yeah, I never knew that, and I'm sure many of us have never heard of that. And so um, thanks for sharing that because I think that's really important is that awareness of people that have to deal with this every day. They're, it's not just, you know, like a one-time thing. You know, this is their life. And so this is how they have to communicate. And so when it comes to the gospel, how are they going to get that? And how are they going to 
communicate, you know, um, different things that are really important. Um, I wanted to know what was one thing that helped you gain confidence to actually share your videos and to share your passions with other people? Um, one thing that helped me gain confidence. <laughs> I, I don't think it was a particular thing. Uh, I'm kind of a visionary person. <laughs> so the moment I had the idea of, you know, a two years ago of doing a video, I imagined myself how exactly it was going to look, how, like what song I was going to do, that there was going to be a smoke bomb and that it was going to be so pretty and people that knew sign language were going to be like, okay, she's doing something. She's communicating the same way I am. What is she trying to say? Who is this God? Like what, what's going on here? <laughs> so I knew that and that just kept me going. So it wasn't something in particular. It was just, it was just that the vision of doing it and getting it to the right people. Yeah, that makes sense. It's that like drive. I guess you could call it. No, yeah, and that, that keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah, for each, for every video, I already know exactly what my next video is going to look like. But I know what the following one and who I want to love to work with certain artists, uh, Christian artists, and uh, just do sign language with them, uh, like interpret one song in sign language during their concert. And I already have that vision. And I constantly pray to God, okay, this is my vision. Does it align with yours? And if it does, open doors. I love that. That's going to really bless people, what you just said, because I think a lot of us feel that way, but we almost feel alone in feeling that way. And yeah, I wanted you to share, like, if let's say somebody's listening right now and they feel like what God is showing them or leading them to is like too big, like they feel like it's too big, how would you encourage them if they feel like, you know, wow, God has called me to do something or to share my passion, but it just seems like too big for me to do on my own. What would you say to that person? Okay, first of all, whoever's listening, you already heard this, but our God is bigger than anything. So that's number one thing. And as I said, I am a visionary person. So I'm envision myself, envision yourself doing that too. Uh, what you want to do for God, just envision it and don't overthink it. <laughs> At least for the first year, I did it during a trip in Canada. It wasn't that planned out. And I just saw, you know, this gorgeous landscape. And I thought to myself, why am I thinking of getting like a photographer to do this? Why don't I just have my brother record me with his cell phone? So then he sat his butt <laughs> on the frozen leg and just recorded me. And the people started gathering around, looking at me like a crazy person. What is she doing? And I just started signing the song. And there we go. That's my first video. So yes, it's good to envision, but sometimes you just have to do it. You just have to be, okay, this is what I want to do for God. You know, just take a leap of faith. Because when I started doing this, I first changed my name to on my Instagram, Silent Worshipper. And I explained, you know, how I wanted to, how I was worshiping God silently through modest dresses and how creation worships him. And people kind of were like, oh, I still don't get why you changed your name. So then I started posting my first video and then it clicked in people's minds and other people weren't that fond of it. And I did get some even friends who unfollowed me, like this girl thinks she's so cool. I was like, nope, it's just for God. So there's people who are gonna support you and people who aren't, just go and do it and the right people are gonna stay with you. That's really important. It's just like you get so nervous sometimes before you even start that sometimes when you just get it done and you just kind of follow through, 
and you finally put something out there like your video, you will get some you know, feedback that's not going to be positive. I've gotten that too many times. At the same time, it's like you already know this is what God wants you to do. So it's almost like you know that this is exactly where he's called you to be in this moment right now doing this thing. And if other people don't understand it, that's not your problem. You know, like we have to like remember like we don't answer to other people. We answer to God. And so if they don't get it, okay, I'm sorry, but I can't like explain it to you anymore. So I'll just pray for you, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Just do it and the ball will get rolling. A lot of prayer for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So what has sign language taught you about people in general? People are drawn to something different. Uh, When I started doing this, I got a lot of feedback, yes, from the deaf community, but I got a lot of feedback from people who who were listening, who were just strolling through Facebook, and they saw this girl just moving her hands, what's going on here? And they would click on it and then watch the video because it was something different. Yes, they had seen, you know, sign language videos, but they hadn't seen, you know, the way I was doing it, not that it's better or worse than all the other ones, but I am just trying to go the extra mile and do something so it draws attention, not for my glory, but for God's glory, because that's what's going to cause them to actually listen to what's going on in the video or to see the signs. So I started noticing that just people want different. So if you have any idea, just go for it. And especially if it's a different idea, the more reason to, because it's going to be so unique. And it also has taught me uh, not only about people, but about God, how how God moves. <laughs> you know, they always say God moves in mysterious ways. And uh, just seeing the response I'm getting from the deaf community and how God is reaching them through, you know, this humble servant who barely knows sign language, but she's trying to do it for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important too. I love how you just shared that because so many times I also get messages of people saying like, well, I don't do it as good as you, or I don't know how to write like that. I don't know how to paint like that. I don't know how to do whatever, like this person or whatever they have in their mind, like they're measuring themselves up to. And it was like, listen, none of us started at 100%. And we're still not all at 100%. We all started at zero. So if you start and you're like 15%, you're not zero. You know what I mean? Like you're above you're getting better, you're growing. And so like, just do it the way God wants you to do it because your personality is different than mine. You know what I mean? Like if I did a sign language video, it's not going to look like yours because you're a different visionary than I am. And that's important though, because we are all needed in the body of Christ, right? So mm-hmm. I think, you know. Yes. Yeah, you're going to put your unique input into it. Yeah, and we shouldn't be nervous and afraid to put our unique touch on it because that's who we are in God. We're different people. We have different personalities and different ways of looking at things. And it's not right and it's not wrong as long as we're matching it up to his word and we are praying, like you were saying, and, you know, just saying, hey, God, this is what I want to do. You know, you open the door and the doors might look different for everybody. But if God's opening it, then that's the door you got to walk through. Wow. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to write that down about the doors. (laughs) No, no, I absolutely love that. Because yes, the doors look so different. 
Because if you see a lot of people who are doing something amazing for God, sometimes they end up in the same place, but the like the path was completely different. Yeah, it's just something that he's kind of been teaching me, um, you know, about on my own. But I did want to talk about that future project you were talking about signing when somebody has a concert. I wanted you to share, like, what's some projects that you're thinking about in the future? I know we talked about it on Instagram when we were chatting before uh, recording, but why don't you share what some of the things that you are looking forward to creating next? Yeah, so I did, two months ago, I contacted uh, the manager for Barak. It's a, it's a popular band um, in Latin America. They do Spanish uh, gospel songs. And it, just asking them if I could be on their concert, signing one of their songs on August 3rd. And he said, absolutely. I sent him the, both of the videos I have done, and he loved it. So I got on stage on August 3rd, and I signed one of their songs. And it was just so beautiful because everyone was just praising God in the altar with their hands up. And it was, it was a really, really beautiful moment. So I got to do that. So I hope, I hope to do that again. You know, there's a lot of struggles. People see the video and they think, oh, you know, a two minute video, that would have been easy. But so much goes behind the scenes uh, for the videos I already have. Um, But for future videos, I have been having a bit more issues with uh, copyright. So what I'm going to start doing is I gathered a team, beautiful girl who sings like an angel and just really talented musicians. And we're going to do covers of the songs that touch our souls. And we're going to use that as background music for hours because now we're going to be a group. And you're going to start seeing them sort of in the videos as well. So that's really, really exciting. Yeah, that really is. And that's so cool. And I'm proud of you for reaching out to that band and like asking about that because that is a very um, bold thing to do. Um, but it's so different, like we were talking about. It's so uh, unique and just out of the box. And it's something that I'm sure when he got that email, he was like, yes, let's do this because this is incredible. And we really haven't seen that done, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, so th- that's what I love about it, that I do message some people about it and they're kind of skeptical they don't believe in the project and that's totally fine. I just move on. But then when I reach the right people, it's like, okay, God is, this is the person God wants me to work with. The same thing happened with the photographer. I wanted to work with a specific photographer that I knew for years and it didn't work out. And then I contacted another one and he gave me really good prices. He's like, because I believe in this project. So that's kind of what happened with this band. It's a band called Simimite. Um, and we're going to be doing, you know, songs in both covers in both English and Spanish. And more surprises coming soon. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I think what you're doing is just really amazing. And I remember just when I came across like your your videos and I was I was looking at your page, I was like, wow, this is so awesome. And this is so incredible because it's different and it's how you did it and and you are good as a visionary, like um, the look of it and the feel of it and just the movement, the passion and the emotion in it. Um, God has really just blessed you with that. And I'm just so 
just so excited to see what he's going to do. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yes, uh, I remember for the video of Ahmed, we had a lot of scenes I had to cut off because I wanted not, for myself not to be too much in the video. I wanted more nature. And then when I was signing, then, you know, but more focused on God than on me. But on the next video, it will probably be a bit more focused on me. I got a sponsor uh, for my next video, and I'm going to be wearing one of their dresses. It's for cadmium dress, and I'm really excited about that because now I get to wear something really, really pretty and worship God and do what I love doing it at the same time. Yeah, that's so cool that you are... I've seen you have some collaborations with some modest fashion uh, companies. And I think that's so awesome because it goes along with what you said, you know, silent worshiper, you're worshiping with your clothing. And I thought you want to take a minute to share how that happened, like how all of a sudden you started like working with, you know, some modest fashion companies. Yes, of course. Uh, So during the video of Amen, I wore a dress that I bought from Slaydon and Rose. And I loved it. It wasn't a collab or anything. I bought that from my with my own money. But then that's kind of where I started thinking, oh, hey, well, I do post a lot of like modest pictures. You know, it would be nice to collaborate. And that's um, when I reached out uh, to a company called the Simply Bea Boutique. And they loved what I was doing and, again, believed in me. And we started kind of working together. I launched their summer collection and then I just got some some new items that I'll show later and then I then Classy Loft I started working with them and and it just kind of started growing with uh, through there but so the past two months I've really really focused on um, modesty and collaborations and I will focus a bit more on that but I'm definitely going to take kind of a step back on that to focus more on you know the ministry uh, sign language, which was the reason I, I started that Instagram page to begin with. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. And I think it's just like such a testimony to see a really passionate young lady who loves God dressing modestly signing. Like I think that right there <laughs> is such like an image that the world needs right now. It's like a comfort. Hopefully you can be like that person that you know, somebody who is deaf or who's hearing impaired, they'll see you and they'll be like, wow, she's like a woman of integrity. You know what I mean? Like she loves God. She respects her body. And, you know, like I can trust her. Like that's how I feel. Like if you show up modestly, you know, maybe that'll kind of create trust with the audience and they can feel like they know you and they'll listen to what you're, listen, listen, not listen, but they'll see no no you're fine it's it is tricky it it, it does get tricky yeah but they'll they'll understand you know what what you're trying to do and what you're saying with the messages if that makes sense no thank you for that I actually hadn't thought about you know putting in that perspective but you're completely right yeah I mean I I was taught since young to dress modestly but it is something you end up choosing so at some point I I stopped wearing um like I would wear sleeves, but just kind of like tank tops, but with like the short sleeve. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I know how to say it in Spanish, though. <laughs> Problems with being bilingual. <laughs> say it in Spanish. <laughs> oh, blusas con manga corta, pero si tenían a manga. <laughs> um, there we go. Um, but 
yeah so and I started telling myself okay is this modesty I know this isn't the way I was you know taught and then skirts get starts getting a bit shorter and you think it's okay because you're wearing a shirt a skirt so it's fine so I don't know slowly I I ended up choosing more the more I read the God's word and I started seeing a lot of modest uh fashionistas out there uh I started actually uh, paying attention to what they were writing I was like oh yeah you know it's true you know modest fashion so I always mention on my Instagram that it's a journey that it, my modest it's my modest journeys because if you see some of the uh, prior posts you know I'm not wearing that much sleeve you know not even like a short sleeve it's just like a little tiny thing of a sleeve mm-hmm. so slowly God has been working and you know sometimes um, hopefully I never go back to that. I tell people, you know, it's, you can see my journey as I progress. And that just means you were just showing up real where you are. And I think that's important for people to see. Yeah, it is a journey. I think it's a journey for all of us. It's so easy because, you know, to see that or to feel like, oh yeah, you know, this person is maybe further ahead in their journey just because they're only sharing those pictures. We don't know, you know, as if we're looking at account at, you know, somebody's modest fashion account, they're showing you like the best pictures that they want you to see. They're not showing you some of the pictures of them, like probably going to the grocery store in a not so modest outfit or something, you know, nobody's sharing those things. So, you know, it is a journey and it's just awesome to see you um, sharing that along with, with signing. I think that's just super important, but yeah, Genesis, thank you so much for, just taking the time to be with us today and for sharing your heart. I love your message. I love what you're doing. And I want people listening to follow you. So can you just take some time to share where they can find you online and on social media? Yes. Thank you, JC. Thank you for having me. That went pretty quick, I have to say. (laughs) But it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, so you guys can find me on social media, um, on Instagram, Silent Worshipper, and then on YouTube, uh, Silent Worshipper, Silent Space Worshipper. And I also have a Facebook account with the same name, Silent Worshipper. You guys can find me there. Thank you so much, Genesis, for being on the podcast today. <laughs> no, thank you, JC. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to HelloAwesomeMinistries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.